This week, over 40 Jewish families were expelled from their homes in Amona, a community a little north of Jerusalem in the Benjamin region, in what is known today as the West Bank. The event drew the attention of the media throughout the world and featured on the front page of national newspapers. It is certainly a great tragedy for Jewish families to be expelled from homes in which the children have lived in since their birth. These truly were their homes. The images on the news look more reminiscent of a pogrom in Russia than something that would happen in Israel, the national home for the Jewish people. How is it that these families were expelled from their homes in a community that has been around for over 16 years by a more right-wing government in Israel that is supposed to be supportive of the settlements in the West Bank? A radical left-wing NGO, non-governmental organization in Israel, found a Palestinian Arab who laid claim to the land the community was built on, and with Yesh Din's legal experts challenged the ownership of the land in Israel's Supreme Court. Land ownership in the area known as the West Bank is difficult to determine and based on old records from the Jordanians and even the British Mandate, and doesn't have proper title deeds. Who is Yesh Din? Yeshdin is a NGO, non-governmental organization that operates in Israel, but is largely funded by overseas donations. A lawyer on Yeshdin's legal team, Emily Schaefer, describes the organization's goals. Yeshdin was founded to use law as a tool to fight the Israeli occupation of the Palestinian territories. Essentially, Yeshdin wages political warfare against Israel, which has been called lawfare. European democracy or hypocrisy was an opinion piece in the Israeli paper Israel Hayom by Professor Gerald M. Steinberg, originally published in 2011. Professor Gerald wrote, EU officials continue to provide massive budgets to Israeli NGOs leading this political warfare. Beyond the moral damage and the obvious economic absurdity, the EU's singular effort to manipulate civil society in order to change Israeli policy makes a mockery of democratic principles. The Israeli independent organization NGO Monitor has a list of donors of Yesh Din. They include the EU, UK, United Rights, or Human Rights and International Humanitarian Law Secretariat, joint fund funding from Sweden, Switzerland, Denmark, and the Netherlands, Norwegian Refugee Council, Catholic Agency for Overseas Development, HEX uh, from Switzerland, Norway, Ireland, Germany, Oxfam, and others. Notice that in this list there is not a single Arab or Muslim country or donation. This is much more a European-led war against Israel than a Muslim one. An opinion piece in the Jerusalem Post by Anne Herzberg in 2013 entitled Europe's Strange Bedfellows commented on a report about Israel's legal system by Yeshdin. Last week, the Israeli NGO Yeshdin released a report labeling Israel's legal system defective and calling to criminalize war crimes in Israeli law. What news articles on the report admitted, however, was that the document was part of a 
150,000 euro grant to Yesh Din provided by the EU. The purpose of the grant was to change Israeli policy vis-à-vis criminal accountability of Israeli security forces personnel in the occupied Palestinian territories, in such a way that acknowledges and takes into account the severity and the different nature of war crimes as distinguished from regular domestic crimes. No solution was found for Amona. The Israeli government tried to find a legal or other solution to allow the residents to stay in their homes, but was unable to do so. The court ruled the families must be expelled, and this is what happened this week. It seems that the land is now a closed military zone due to its strategic nature. In 2006, nine almost completed homes were destroyed by the Israeli government in a similar situation. The ruins of the homes are still there today, and nothing has been built in their place. Nor has the land been turned into farmland. The Israeli government would no doubt have paid the said owner of the land much more than the market value of the property. Such a course would have avoided the destruction of forty modest family dwellings, which included government-built infrastructure. But the owner was obviously not interested. He wanted to grow vegetables to supplement his income, which is an absurd proposition, especially since he said in. A report in the NPR that he would probably not be able to use the land now anyway, so he gave up a large sum of money for the prospect of supplementing his income in the future with selling vegetables grown on a piece of land. Either the man is crazy or he was paid off by somebody else. What is going on here? Foreign governments, European. Are using an NGO in Israel to wage a legal war against Israeli settlements or communities in the West Bank. They are funded by millions in foreign money. The man and his land vegetable farm are useful tools, no doubt paid off by the organization or、uh, through other means. The main objective was to let the Jews to get the Jews off the land. This is then a European war. Against Jewish settlement in the land of Israel, using the local Arab population as pawns, we also realize that the Catholic Church is behind it. What the Hebrew prophets declare: the prophecy of Joel chapter three says, "For behold, in those days and in that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat." And will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. We live in the time when the Jewish people have been brought back to Judah and Jerusalem. Today, the spirit of the nations is still there, trying to scatter the Jewish people and partition their land. Verse nine of Joel chapter three gives more detail concerning the judgment of the nations. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Young's literal translation captures the full sense of the word "prepare." Proclaim ye this among the nations. Sanctify a war. Young translates it "sanctify" as the word is an imperative and comes from the root for "holy." This is a holy war. Zechariah fourteen fills in more detail about this time when the nations will come against the Jewish development in the land of Israel. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. 
The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. The nations of the world, led by Europe and the papacy, will continue to try to expel the Jewish people from the land of Israel, ultimately coming against Jerusalem itself and taking half of the city into captivity and committing heinous crimes. When the Almighty sees this destruction of his restored people, he will be very angry and will bring swift destruction upon those nations and deliver his people. The prophecy in Ezekiel chapter 38 tells us how Gog from the uttermost parts of the north of Israel, Europe and Russia, will come against the mountains of Israel in the midst of the land, against the Jews that have been regathered there after many years of dispersion. Verses 18 and 19 explain for us how God will feel when Gog invades the land of Israel. And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face, for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. When God sees his restored people being uprooted from the land he has brought them back to, he will move with extreme wrath against Gog and his host and destroy them upon the mountains of Israel. In the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, God calls the restored Jewish people, My people Israel. At this time, God is looking upon his people with mercy and is working to save them. Today we see Europe working through, the, through devious means to remove the Jews from the mountains of Israel. These attempts will fail, leading to the battle of the great day of Yahweh, when Israel will be delivered and the Redeemer will come forth from Zion. When the Obama administration was in power in the USA, it was very difficult for Israel to build. However, with the new Trump administration, things are changing. Israel has just announced the building of 5,500 units in the West Bank and East Jerusalem. Israel continues to be built up, the Jews continue to return, and the nations continue to remove, expel, and persecute them. For those that read the prophets, they are able to see the events unfolding before their eyes. Come back next week, God willing, to www.bibleinthenews.com. This has been David Billington with you.